0: Greetings. Before we get started, the whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the Ugly Truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or Hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted too. It's the Uggs, Jamie,
1: but I'm able to take my hand and make it bigger, and Paula, he was totally not like as jiggly or wiggly,
0: uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth.
1: It's the Ugly Truth, welcome listeners, how are you? That's weak. Hey. I sound like a little mouse. A weak sauce. All right. Well, I guess my little panel in my mind is now raising sixes and fives. <laughs> yes. I'm giving you a 4.7. 4.7. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, thanks for the point seven. You're welcome.
2: All right. Welcome to the ugly truth, everybody. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. We're here today to discuss with you our our lives. Now, this may be considered a relationship sin for some, but uh you, Paula. And Stephanie, and maybe Allison, I'm not quite sure. Allison's, she's pretty hard as a rock, man. That girl, I don't see her cry often. It happens. Producer Dub committed what we would consider an ugly relationship sin. And I just said it was sin number 13, because there are several that -hmm. the men in our lives can commit that will piss us off, that it may not affect other people this
1: way in their relationships. But for us, there are certain things that you just don't do. I can guarantee milk or feet related <laughs> items are going to be in like the top five
2: yes yeah, so this is like a number 13 but this is that's kind of gave it i gave it that's a little low i think this is a little bit higher on the scale okay the other day we what day was this we were it was the weekend and we were getting ready to go somewhere i was ready to go and um it was like an evening thing i don't remember what exactly what it was maybe dinner or something i'm not sure so i'm sitting on the i'm laying on the bed watching TV like on my stomach, like just chilling, waiting for everybody to get ready. Uh-huh. And Daryl came in. He's like, do you mind if I do a quick shower da, 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 before we go? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just watching TV. Now, I want to preface by saying I am not PMSing. I am in the good <laughs> week. I'm in the I'm in the one good week where my body looks pretty good, you know, skin. I'm, my emotions are in check, you know. <laughs> you don't really have any hormones. I'm sure. Kinda, yeah, yeah, I'm super sharp witted. <laughs> Nothing is clouding my judgment. I'm good. Good, good steel magnolias came on
1: oh god
2: and it was towards the end the sad part now there are certain parts that make me cry depending on my emotional levels i was watching the scene where sally field is with julia roberts and she's clearly not going to wake up right okay now that's when it started now a lot of women myself included every once in a while it's it's really healthy to have a really good cry About nothing. Sometimes it's a nice release. So I'm watching it. Daryl's showering now. Daryl and I have had this discussion seriously many times because it isn't a man's nature to comfort his woman when she's crying. Now in our world, when I'm watching Steel Magnolias or Terms of Endearment (laughs) or The Color Purple. He's not allowed to touch me. Just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Make any eye contact? Right. Preferably leave me the fuck alone <laughs> Pretty and much. don't even let me see you. I'm going to completely be in the moment and I'm going to do the ugly cry
1: like you've never seen because you've never you're never going to see it. Sometimes Victor will silently enter the room and bring <sighs> me like a, a cup of water or something and then leave quickly. Like, you know,
2: see giving you anything that that would piss me off.
1: I'd be like, get out! I would be really mad. I'd be like, what the fuck do you I want? I'd just ignore his existence and concentrate on right. what I'm doing. <laughs> right. So the, the scene
2: is coming where I genuinely lose it. And we know when you're a mother, things in the movies change. Certain yeah. incidences all of a sudden mean much more to you because you have a child. So she's doing her speech about how she was there when she was born and how that beautiful creature was there when she left. and And I'm getting weepy. And, and you're already ready, though, right? Yes, I'm ready to go, so Daryl he is skittering through the room quickly, trying to find socks and and pants, and just just trying quickly to get out of my sight because he knows he knows the drill right. so what does he do? He stands next to me and watches the movie the The part where I would normally be bawling, I am now doing the pretty girl glistening cry because. I refuse to do my ugly cry where I would traditionally just lose it because he's in the room. And so he walks by me and then touches my shoulders. He walks by to like know that, you know, it's okay, you know, it's a sad moment. Yes. And I'm just like, I am so mad at you right now, I can't even begin. Why
1: would you stand with me and watch this movie? Why? I have a theory. (sighs) I have a theory that You guys were probably already running a little late (laughs) to whatever event you were supposed to be going to. Your makeup was already done. Your hair is already done. Everything's already done. If you go into full-blown ugly cry hysterics, that's like (laughs) a good 20, 25 minutes to fix that, you know, to clear up the makeup, whatever. So perhaps he was breaking code in an effort to be efficient. No. And break the cycle so that way you guys would not be late (laughs) <laughs> and you wouldn't have to clean up as much. Yeah. And probably rather you be mad than be late to wherever you were going.
2: No. No, this is one of those things where guys, when a television or something colorful or shiny appears, (laughs) they just stop and stare.
1: Light, sparkles.
2: Yay. That's pretty much what it was. There weren't even boobs. What's the deal? (laughs) It was about dead children. And yet he was standing there. So later I'm like, you know, it wasn't like I was looking forward to this sobbing, ugly cry. Sometimes I don't ugly cry when I watch the movie. But most times I do, at least for just for a sliver of a moment. And it feels good. Cathartic, And so yes. later we go down. I go down. I said, do you have any idea what you did? <laughs> he's like, what? And I go, I was watching the one number one tear jerking movie for me in my catalog. And you made me glisten cry when I wanted to ugly cry. For him. And he's like... I knew this was going to happen. He like he knew. He's like, I know. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, I was just trying to get my pants and get out of there. And I go, but you touched me. Then he stood pant- there and you watched it. Oh He's like, I know. He's
1: like, I know. I know better. I'm sorry. Gosh, what's going on with him? Does he need to get the doctor? He's had several <laughs> laps in you know judgment recently. I don't know. I, I'm like, are you tired? Are you ill? Are is, you eyes? Is the early signs of Parkinson's or dementia?
2: I mean. Well, I will say that you know, as his dad has gotten older, he's he definitely tends to be a little more airheaded. But I don't know if that's a genetic thing or if that's just an, I'm an overwhelmed thing. I'm or if it's just a guy thing. I'm not really sure. So. I'm not quite sure what what the deal is. It's like, he's like an animal, you know, who's been transplanted to a different environment. Suddenly, he doesn't know how to act.
1: I don't know. And I'm sure sure the moment his fingertips touched your shoulder, he was thinking, why am I doing this? I don't understand why Like, he couldn't, you know, unlike his favorite movie, Back to the Future, he couldn't go back in time.
2: Let me tell you something before we move on to our next thing, by the way. (laughs) I swear to God, if he mentions... Back to the Future and the year 2015 to me one more time, (laughs) I'm going to lose it. I know that there are hoverboards, and I am aware that Nike is coming out with self-tightening leases I don't
1: care. Oh, are people playing into it now? Oh my like god! Merchandising. Paula. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Here's the thing: they're like, it's the year 2015, Marty McFly,
2: and Back to the Future too. Let's compare. Let's see what what's, what's accurate over a fictional movie that doesn't even matter. <laughs>
1: I know. Well, I don't god. remembering partying like it's 1999 when 1999. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
2: it's god and i i just said i realized that this is going to be a joke for you for 12 months i i'm prepared for that but not every day i can't take it i can't take it you make me watch tron every weekend
1: oh, i don't watch the it The new anymore. one or the old one
2: anyone he doesn't care <laughs> he doesn't care he's like I go, what are you doing? He goes, oh, Tron's on. I'm like... Oh, yeah, because uh, we haven't seen that 100,000 times. And I am sure that there are things that I watch that won't make him want to, like, you know, beat himself with a stick. But, you know, I
1: don't care. I I'm trying to care. think, like, the only movie that I'll kind of watch repeatedly is the devil wears Prada but that's like that's like a crowd pleaser it's a really good movie but I mean that's a good movie for anybody yeah yeah, the movies that
2: and you know what I'll be honest with you when I want to watch a movie that I know everybody would be sick to death of seeing for the hundredth time I'm completely solid fucking toot man I am in my room door shut watching whatever crappy girly movie i want to watch if i want to
1: watch f- overboard a million times <laughs> i'm watching overboard a million times i'm not going to force anybody else to do it i am not so well, that's that's fair of you yeah. that's decent well i agree i I'm, think that's i'm sorry he did that i know that was a. Uh, well you know what i mean though right i do i do <laughs> understand like which is funny because i mean how could he not sense the vibe i mean our vibes come off like you know it's like electric or like those giant bombs, you know, like those <laughs> those like reverb bombs or something, where it's it's. I know. You know what I'm talking about, where yes. it's like a <laughs> vibrating a wave of vibration. Yeah, I'm like I that's know. pretty much how our vibes work, especially when it comes to you know those kinds of matters. So it's just like right. I don't know. I don't know. I I
2: think it was because I did not react so horrifically to him like I normally do. What would you have done? Sliced his arm off? Yes, I would have pulled out my machete and given him a scratch. No, I just I didn't give him the thing like, why are you in here? What do you need? What's going on? You know, normally I'll get really assholey really quickly, but he was half dressed. I mean, I was giving him a little bit of a pass, but I also didn't expect him to
1: stand there next yeah, to me that was probably crossing the line
2: it was but... strange to me that he did it so
1: well,
2: bygones and the thing is about it is that we established this this rule like years ago I years know. ago that's the thing that that strikes me as odd that he would think like like what enough time has passed you think you can just come in and watch me cry no i think he was still drunk
1: from, maybe uh, last weekend. <laughs> maybe it's true, so you guys also not only went to dinner wherever you went, but you also mm-hmm. had a fun family adventure
2: Yesterday, we went to uh, the foothills we went to the Apple Hill area in Placerville in Camino, actually because generally when we get our Christmas tree in November, we do a family photo. They're mm-hmm. not professional portraits, but there's this little apple farm where they have this huge pine tree. And we have been taking a family photo there for about 13 or 14 years. Right. So we have pictures of them when they were teeny tiny little ones. And so every year we, we insist that we go back and do another one so we can mm-hmm. see how much we change every year.
1: Right.
2: Well, we didn't get to do that this year because two of the kids had to work. So we said, everybody's off on Monday. We're going up. So we all, we all went up. And what's really cool about these trips when we do these types of family trips is is that the adult kids like suddenly reveal like everything? They reveal all the stuff that they've been doing, any secrets, any, you know, plans that we weren't aware of. It's a really cool day. I mean, we yeah. have a really fun time.
1: And so. Well, they probably get to be kids again in some way too. They do get to be kids. I know that's how it is when we all get together and we've yes. ever gone somewhere with mom. It's. I re- remember revert, sitting in the revert. middle in the back seat and I'm just like, God, I'm like, well, <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> you know, it's terrible. I'm all, stop touching me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's so true. It's like, I am not sitting next
2: to Allison. I told you. You're I like, don't want
1: to do it. Hurt. Our hands just touched. Gross. Don't. No. Have you pretend- washed your hands? Gross. Right. Yeah, it's the same stuff. I see you're still biting your nails. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, God, did you brush your teeth? Who has gum?
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yes, it's all the same. So now that they're older, they laugh at us because we're parents. Now they're like, oh, you guys are so funny. You're so old. I'm like, yes, we're so old. Oh, my we're God. In we're in our big, 40s. Uh-oh. We have we We're relics. Being old is hilarious. And then Tyler, because he's older, you know, he's like, 20 years from now, that's not that old, you guys. He's trying to be all serious right. with these dorky little girl sisters of his. <laughs> his
1: words of wisdom.
2: Yeah. So it was really fun. So we did the family photo and we, we meandered around a little bit. And then we went to um, this really old restaurant that like loggers and lumberjacks used to go to. So the food's super hearty. It's just regular old. Restaurant, Did you go to the food. Apple Cafe? No, we went oh. to a place called the Forester Grill. Okay, and it's a pub and grill, and it's like really super good. And the service is so good. It's like the owner's wife or their sister. I mean, they don't have uniforms or anything. They're just wearing what you know, their sweater and jeans, and they come out. And but the service is really good. It's like, uh, what do you guys want? Well, I'll have just water with lemon, and the kids all we'll, we'll have Dr Pepper. So what do you get? You get a glass with a can. Of Dr. Pepper, oh. you know, it's just real old school. So there you go. That kind of reminds me of Sam's. It was a lot like Sam's, actually. Um Just not kosher, which was fine with us. So well, that is
1: true. See, now that's that's nice. That is nice. The waitress got a very good tip because she was really great. That seems like a very good and it's kind of sounds like the waitress is the one where who they can almost anticipate like what you might need next. So they might mm-hmm. be like, you know, can I get you a refill? Looks like you're getting low. Or so do you guys need more napkins? Or, you know, she didn't anything. even ask. She just brought it. Yeah. And we did need it. Yeah. yeah. See, that's good. Okay. So on the flip side, I mm. had dinner on Friday at a restaurant in Folsom with Victor's family. His okay. brother flew out for Cuba yesterday on mission, and okay. so he'll be gone for 12 months. And so it was just kind of like a last family dinner. And so the place we went to, like when we sat down, there was like no silverware. There was a bunch of us, I would say probably five kids and five adults. Let's oh, okay. Say. So fairly large party. Larger group. And so she comes around to order drinks and... You know, Victor and I always do the same thing. We both get a cup of coffee and, and water and then we say extra cream, but like lots of cream. And so mm-hmm. she came out, she brought the coffee and she gave us each like two creamers. Okay. And I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not enough. No, I so said, we, we need more creamer than that. And then um, I'm like, and you know what? I don't have any silverware. Do you know, can I get a spoon or something, you know, to mm-hmm. stir my coffee? So then, you know, they're splitting up the bill. We're ordering. Everyone's ordering. They're bringing the food out. But then it's just like, you know, Victor got an extra, another cup of coffee. And I looked at him. I'm like, well, don't you think I would have liked another cup of coffee? And he's just like, well, I, you know, she was right here. I just didn't. I'm like, never mind. I'll order my own coffee (laughs) next time. But the thing is, is that a good waitress probably would ask anybody at the table Who had coffee if they wanted more coffee. And so they just start pouring, right? They don't have it like on the pour, you had to go back and get it back in the back, I guess. It was okay. kind of like a Red Robin or something like that. Okay. So when we left, I was irritated because there was never enough napkins. You know, the kids' hands were dirty. Someone spilled something. Someone's the order got was wrong. I think it was mine. Of course. And I'm just like, this sucks. You know, this is just ridiculous. This waitress blows. And so I remember saying something to Victor when we got in the car. And I'm just like, God, I'm like, wasn't that like the worst service ever? And he's just <laughs> like... I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, because he got his coffee with a little bat of the eye. Yeah, right. And I'm like, what? You're kidding me, right? It was terrible. But I'm like, we had no napkins and silverware. I had to basically beg and plead to get a second cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a shitty
2: waitress. Absolutely. You know? I would have been pissed too. I'd have been like, you know what? Hate to ask you for a third time, but I would really like some freaking napkins. Yeah, Because the thing is, is that if you're going to be inattentive because you're annoyed that you got the table with five kids, even... even... Even if they weren't screaming brats in her brain, she's just like, oh, God, filthy table, food everywhere, loud, you know, I'm not going to get a tip. I mean, I've worked in the restaurant industry. I understand that large parties are like, you'd rather be beaten. You don't like those, especially when there's lots of kids.
1: But But see, the thing is, is being a parent. I also know that it's a pain in the ass for the waitress or waiter, whoever it might be to have to serve me and my kids because I know my kids are going to be messy. I know they're going to, you right. know, spill food and there's going to be crumbs everywhere or all that stuff. So I always take that into account when I tip because, sure. you know. especially I, if
2: they were particularly difficult.
1: Right, Right, or if they left a mess or if they, you know, sure. right. It just, everything was difficult. So I was sitting there thinking and I'm like, so how do two people think like, one's just like, no, I thought everything was fine and the other mm. one think like, I thought that was literally like some of the worst service I've ever had. Right. I don't think a patron should ever have to ask for right. something. Ever. L- especially like napkins or silverware. Well, especially like, if you're at a place like basic. a. Where were you? It was called Islands. I've never Burgers. heard of Burgers. It. Oh, it's, it's a burger joint. Oh, yes.
2: Well, there should have been like a 100 napkins on the table you would at think? all times. But yeah, no, the one thing that is annoying now, was it really busy? It was a Friday night. So it was busy. That's no excuse. I mean, to me, it's like all of the excuses of, well, we were really busy. We were short-staffed. You know, short-staffed usually explains late meals coming or having difficulty doing, you know, bringing refills if they
1: don't just come to your table and pour. I think she was just inefficient because – yeah. She probably ran back four times refilling drinks, whereas mm-hmm. if she had just asked everybody at the table, who needs a refill? Well, she could see. Right. Or she yeah. could have just done it all in one fell swoop instead of, you know, running herself ragged. Yes. Going back and forth or... That definitely is inefficient because, generally speaking, when
2: someone's got a half-empty glass, you say, can I take this and give you some, you know, refill some more for you? And someone will either say, no, I'm done, or yes, please, thank you. Now, that she should have done. My
1: sister-in-law and her boyfriend, they showed up like, you know, 10 minutes after we all got there, so we had already ordered our drinks. And so they both ordered coffees. Mm-hmm. She's like, OK, it'll be about 10 minutes. We have to brew a fresh pot. And so I look at Victor. I'm like, oh, good. Now at least we know we're eating the, the drinking the bottom of the shit barrel you of got the, the tar. coffee. And so I looked at Crystal. I'm like, well, you're welcome. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but what was worse is then she came back and her boyfriend said, he's like, and don't forget the coffee. He had asked for coffee twice. You know what? That is shitty service. I thought it was terrible. But I, apparently I was the only one. I don't. I don't know if people give concessions or what. No, but we also notice
2: everything. And also, if I'm having to work during a meal just to get the minimum requirements, I'm uncomfortable and now I'm irritated. And you don't want me like that. It's like, it it would be one thing if you're like, excuse me, my daughter has a plastic allergy. Could you maybe bring her a juice glass? Uh, No ice because, you know, she's three and, you know, we don't want her to choke. It's not like like you were doing that. I mean, did you demand they clean the grill
1: before they made your food? No, it's not like I said, you know, I'll have the apple pie warmed up unless you have French (laughs) vanilla ice cream and then I want that on the side and then I don't want the apple pie warmed up. Yeah. But then, if you don't have French vanilla, then, then I nothing. won't have that. Then nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're not being high maintenance. You're like, I just
1: want napkins for my sticky kid, you know, it's, and a coffee, and for whatever had spilled, and you know, it's just you're right. We, I did feel like we were working. Yes, and and I mean, I'm not not talking about you know, like having to hand my kid, you know. No,
2: you're, but you're you're stuff. working to make things. Comfortable for for you and for everyone And let's be honest, in some situations Depending on how people are seating You were probably parenting the children At that time, because I he was, was probably Hanging out with his brother, trying to Get the last few moments together So you were, you know, herding cats And so you really
1: realized We have no materials To <laughs> keep this good I was fortunate enough to where I was wedged between him And his brother, I don't know how that happened But mm. his brother has an older daughter she's like right. almost, she's almost 12 so oh she god, was I at the end it. I know so she was at the end kind of keeping an eye on everybody you mm-hmm. know and so they were all watching YouTube videos on her phone and stuff oh. like that so and our kids are actually really well behaved they of were course fine they are. Of and course. so everyone was fine but I just remember leaving that restaurant feeling like god you know I'm, that, exhausted. I'm exhausted exactly <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like I can't no. believe that girl is a waitress and has any success and they take her well and
2: That's I just like well
1: you know I well I just it's thought just, maybe my standards were too high no
2: they're not too high you just have you have expectations when you go in to a place I mean you know waitressing is really really hard work but it doesn't mean that you don't do your job just because it's hard you chose to be a waitress so you know you can't slack
1: yeah so. she sounds kind of dumb actually more than I, she anything she didn't strike me as the sharpest tool in the shed and mm-hmm. she seemed you know a little frazzled and i don't know she needed to be a little more organized i think is Perhaps. what i was but i mean who's to say someone could tell me to go wait on a party of 10 right now and i mean <laughs> god knows what i would do i'd probably wind up dumping everything on no, everyone you be like listen people This is how we're doing it. I'm taking your order.
2: You're going to select your beverage right now because I am not making five trips. Right. And
1: that's just the way it's going to be. And they'll be like, yes, ma'am. We'll do up to two refills during this service. If you happen to miss the first one, then you will have to wait for the second one. What do you think this is? A restaurant? Right. Right. I know.
0: If you just can't handle only getting your Ugly Truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Ugs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show, or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth.
1: So you know who I think is really good at their job is, um, and I just happened to notice this uh, over the weekend, there was a big UFC fight, another one. Oh,
2: on Sunday, the free fight card. Oh, was so I good. know.
1: And I'm such a ding dong. <laughs> I searched <laughs> the TV guide like for Saturday and I'm like, I searched for a good 15 minutes. I'm like, where is this fight oh and so finally i messaged you and i'm like where what what channel is this fight on because i thought it was on saturday
0: (laughs) i I didn't realize it was on sunday so finally yeah so
1: finally you know the fight was on but there is a referee Mm -hmm. and i forget his name and i remember looking at it and i'm like i'm gonna remember that name and of course i've forgotten it is it eves what
2: eves something he's the african-american guy dean Herb. Herb,
1: Herb Dean, yes, he's Herb the best Dean. in the business. Absolutely, the best. I liked his refereeing so much because yeah. there was so the free fights. This was actually could have been a pay per view. In it my absolutely opinion, absolutely could have. Like yes. they, you know, UFC probably lost a good amount of money having this be a free fight. I would but, imagine. Um, yeah. There was this one guy. It was his very first time in the octagon. He had been, I think, like a boxer or something like that, and maybe a wrestler. Who? I want to say it was like Bastille or Bastille. Or... Oh, was it the. Um... So anyways, the referee stopped the fight because yes. the guy's eye was bleeding. And he says, doctor, come look at this. Doctor comes over and looks and he says, you can't keep fighting. Your eye is way too bad. And so then referee canceled, you know, the yeah. fight and said, you know, fights over. Medical, you know, te- other, t- technical t- TKO, technical. TKO. And the other guy's like, no, I can keep fighting. I can keep fighting. Oh, and it's no. like, you know, his no. eyebrow was hanging off. Did you see it? Well, he had a big cut on his lid and then a big cut above his, his eyebrow. Che- well, okay. So the PR director of
2: the UFC tweeted a photo, a super close-up photo of his eye.
1: Gross. And I was... It was You're going to have to on... show me that later, though.
2: <laughs> I, I'm totally going to send it to you. I, I know you'll like it. So I'm looking at it, and I... Now, you know I have this computer that I totally hate. It's the touchscreen thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... But I'm able to take my hand and make it bigger and zoom in and zoom in (laughs) so what did you see is plasma or something so i'm laying in bed daryl's half asleep and i'm my entire screen is filled up with this guy's filleted eyebrow and i'm like look at oh my god plus it was moist i'm talking to myself and i'm like oh my god look at the eyebrow laying on his eyelid it's just laying there like fur it's just laying there and daryl's like what what are you what are you doing (laughs) what is that i'm like it's that guy's eye he's like i i don't want to look at that he saw the picture but i mean i'm like inspecting it like it's my own body or something right i mean you're getting up everything you
1: know counting the layers of skin skin and bone and whatever
2: and and when he first when in the ring when it first happened there was like fat coming out of his cheek because he has a big cut on his cheek, too. Oh, and I'm is, like, yeah. oh, there's fat on his cheek. <laughs> and I was Gross. like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, what? It's so graphic. And I said, look at his, his skin above his eye is torn, like, like. Cracked open like a like an egg. It was so bad. So now
1: we know what a fight looks like of someone who's never been in the octagon before. (laughs) Okay, CM Punk, can't wait. And that's all I could think about was it's going to be CM Punk, they'll introduce him, and you know (laughs) it'll be his first fight in the octagon, and he'll lose. You know. And he'll have like a cracked egg he'll for a face. He'll wind up having paralysis or something like that. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I tried, but I, I guess Jeez. I'm not going to be able to do it. It's yeah, just, it's impossible." But so that <laughs> yes. was a good one. It was good. That was a great fight. The one that I literally, like, I was sitting on my tippy toes on the couch, <sighs> I was know. watching Cowboy Cerrone fight uh, the Henderson guy. So for starters, mm. Henderson is only five nine. Yeah, and Cerrone is six one. Cerrone's yes. reach is like seventy something, and the other guy's reach was not like that big. So I'm just yeah. like, so he towers him, yeah. But yes. the guy
2: is sturdy. He's a tough dude.
1: I mean, he and tough he's dude. quick.
2: Well, now Henderson also he's had the he's held the title the belt twice. Okay, and he just re- he lost it. Uh, it hasn't been that long. Well, maybe it's been a couple of years. He lost it to Jose Aldo, who
1: Cerrone will ultimately fight, hopefully, after this next fight. But So is that wh- – okay, so Jose mm-hmm. Aldo. That was the guy that was in the audience, though, and that yes. was the Oh one- no, you're right.
2: I, you're right. My so bad. So somebody else. Okay. That's a okay. different
1: fight class, yes, okay.
2: but he did lose his belt to the current champ. Okay. So whoever that is, and I don't know who right. that is. I don't either. I will say that I didn't really – I was really unsure – about Cerrone winning it was a very mellow fight and I I'll tell you my opinion Daryl doesn't agree with me but I don't really care they're really good friends they are you could they're really good friends they've been friends for years and I said have you noticed they're not hitting each other in the face yeah and it's all body shots and I'm not saying they're not giving it their all but I have seen fights before where they're like in the same, ca- they've been in the same camp, and then now, now they're not, and they're like BFFs outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. They never ever try to hurt them like they do when they're with with
1: with another opponent that they absolutely know nothing about. Just saying, how many times can that guy get kicked in the leg though? Jesus, <laughs> I know he kept doing the dead leg shots, and I'm all, that's like what you do to your brother,
2: <laughs> you know? I just didn't
1: feel like you know it was
2: as passionate as it should have been considering who we're looking at these two people but it would be like if they put me in the ring with you or kim or something i'd be like okay i want to win but i don't want to like maim you so what can i would just fall
1: and be like i i count myself out
2: (laughs) well the thing is is they can't and so
1: i think that's That's why it was a little bit of a boring fight because it was a little boring i mean there were some good hits here and there so I didn't think it was boring. I actually felt the opposite. I felt like when Cowboy Cerrone was in there, compared to the last fight, the last fight he was cool as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Like he was totally not like as jiggly or wiggly. He was, you know, he yeah. was straight, back straight. He yeah. was jumping back and forth, but I mean, he was really calculated. With this fight, he looked nervous to me. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like he was just kind of like, oh, I'm unsure. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't get the sense that they were going to beat the snot out of each other. But what I wasn't sure about was... It got. It was going to be the kind of fight where the judges were going to have to start keeping score, and they did right. And then I was just like, okay, so Cowboy okay, Surrender, you better start kicking and punching because I said, cause I said because I said because he's kicked your leg like fifteen times, and yeah. you need to start racking up a, a score. So finally, the third round, he really started to do he some did stuff. step up, and mm-hmm. he did do some takedowns, which he I think did. is probably worth some some points too yeah
2: I think he got officially he got one takedown because he unsuccessfully tried a couple of times yeah and Henderson's he really hard to take down but anyway when all was said and done he won and of course it was controversial everybody thought that Henderson should have won Henderson's never lost two in a row in his entire career well, it was so 29 to 28 I mean it, yeah. it
1: doesn't get closer than that
2: it doesn't but that's pretty common unless somebody just completely just doesn't even try. Right. So when he when he, they called Cowboys Strony, I was like, oh, you should have seen me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was screaming. I left off my couch. Yeah, I was, I was, so was excited. super excited because I really didn't know. I, I could not tell. But I did read a thing during the, uh, the press. I didn't watch the press thing afterwards. But what he basically said, he's taking a nice break. And Good. he's going to be prepared for the next fight. So I'm like, yeah, no more of this like 12 day thing. Because I think it re- he looked really thin and really dehydrated. Yeah. To me. Yeah.
1: It had been 15 days from the last fight, which yeah. is unheard of. It's never been done. And then the title <laughs> fight was, what was it? Patrick Maloney or what was no, that guy's name?
2: <laughs> it's Conor McGregor.
1: Who's Patrick Maloney?
2: I have no idea. Someone in your mind. Some figmentation of your brain. he's an
1: actor. But anyways. Patrick McDoney?
2: No, Maloney.
1: <laughs> Maloney. I've never even I'm heard of that sure name. Pretty sure he's an actor. A- what am I saying? <laughs> I'm so tired. A- uh, an act actor. Okay. An actor. So an it actric? was Patrick. What? No, it's connor McGregor. Oh, <laughs> I just assumed because he's Irish, his name was Patrick. Patrick.
2: Patty. No. <laughs> Conor McGregor. And I'm not going to try my Irish accent again because that that fell flat last time I said that. Yeah, I don't really. My, I just usually
1: sound kind of you know, like nerdy. you just sound like you have marbles in your mouth. Like what was his name again? <laughs> pa- I almost snorted. Patrick, right o- Patrick O'Connor.
2: It's not Patrick.
1: <laughs> I, it's know, Connor. I know. Oh,
2: OK. Conor McGregor and then some little bulldog of a dude. Slivers I, or something. or viscer or something. Anyway. Slivers or something. I love Conor McGregor. I think he is amazing. He is so precise and fast. And he's cute. He's a cutie pie. Uh,
1: I don't know about that. But I mean, I think it's because of his swagger. You know, I think he's he just he walks around like a little body. rooster. He looks like a maybe that's what it is. It's, he almost has like a woman's physique, you know?
2: Oh, you know, you know what I told Daryl we were watching? and I said, you know, he looks like one of those um, pugilists from like the 1900s where they stand up super duper straight and they have their little arms out, you know, those old fashioned cartoons. Do you know what no, I'm talking about? I have
1: no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, well, I'll show you a picture pugilist. of what a pugilist is. You've been watching too many... Black and white. <laughs> no, dead it's pugilist is a word for fighting. It's for boxing.
2: But it just in the old days, the way that oh, Irish oh, would fight, Yeah.
1: And they would stick their arms out straight super straight forward. But, but their okay. back is super straight too. Like yeah. like super good po- he has like the
2: best posture. And I said, God, he looks like one of those old fashioned, you know, uh boxers from like the eighteen hundreds or something. He goes, Yeah, he kinda does look like that. Yeah. But I read a really cool thing about him. I read a little bit of a background on him still can't figure out if he's married or not i was trying to find that
1: oh because options is wanting to know well options the muppet was asking
2: she just wanted to know in fact i remember sitting there watching watching it with daryl (laughs) that makes me laugh now i'm sitting there watching it going you know he's really kind of cute and daryl's like silent and i said do you think he's married (laughs) just asking because i'm going to go to ireland because options was curious, you know. Options, if, if he's to not jump on a married, plane. then you know who knows. Maybe I don't know. No, you know what? Cerrone in walking down, um, walking down the hall to his fight. Yeah. that Photo. I, I I posted a photo of him walking towards the I ring. I saw that black and white one. Oh, oh my god! So cute. Really? He is so cute. Well, anyway, interestingly, Conor McGregor was picked on. He was bullied quite a bit because he's small. Oh. So he started learning how to box when he was really young, like 11, okay. 10, 11 years old. Uh-huh. And then when he was a teenager, he went to a UFC fight, UFC 94, I think, in oh Ireland. God, he's a child. He was so impressed with it that he decided then and there that he was going to do mma professionally and from that moment on he started training he's like trained in like three different techniques he's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu wow. he's a golden glove winner in boxing i mean he's very very um talented as far as all of the skills he has so he's, he's lethal.
1: Lost... he's is he legal no i said he's lethal oh yes he is le- he's very precise is he legal mm-hmm. I don't know what, Lin. That's that's what I thought you said. I'm I sorry, say that. No, he he probably <laughs> well, does he live here or does he live no. in Ireland? No, that's right. They showed uh the people in Dublin his family or something. It, okay. was, like, it was like 4 a.m.
2: <laughs> They're all sitting in this bar, and there was this giant woman sitting down, and she's looking around at everybody jumping up and down. and I see her, and she goes, she looks up and she's like. Did something happen? Did, did he win? <laughs> and she's looking around incredulously like, why is everyone cheering? She's either <laughs> wasted or tired, or both. <laughs> both he's going to be a force to be reckoned with it'll, it'll be really interesting to see him uh, yeah
1: no so that was a pretty through. good fight it, didn't it was last, a great fight. it didn't even last the first round did it two two rounds two rounds yes so yeah and then the other guy just kind of blew away like a leaf so his whole little face turned into like meatloaf yeah but it was, but so it was also exciting because it was in boston so and the patriots
2: had won their right to the super bowl like, yes two hours before in fact it was breaking news during the first round of the first fight of the
1: night well i think everybody kind of knew by that point though <sighs> because i mean wasn't it like you know it was a 78 blowout. to 1 or something like the poor little colts
2: <laughs> well, the poor little colts they just, just couldn't didn't get it together know what
1: happened That's well
2: just... andrew luck is is really really good but he's really really young and i just I just think that he's he'll he'll get there. He's just not there yet.
1: It kind of bugs me when playoff games or like Super Bowl games when they're like a total ass ass kissing no ass kicking yeah because I'm just like here are supposed to be like the two best and Mm -hmm. you come out with a game where it's like forty one to seven Seven. or something yeah and I'm like that's ridiculous that's like that's like. That's just not even trying. It's like who who should have been there? How did the Colts
2: barely make it into the final championship and the the the, the uh, AFC championship and just completely go limp? The game though, the Seattle versus Green Bay game I thought for sure Green Bay was going to win. I didn't think it would be easy, but I thought Green Bay was going to win. Aaron Rodgers is so pro that I thought oh. for sure he was going to go in there.
1: They should have kept hard in that last two minutes. Otherwise, oh, my
2: God. And so when Seattle came back and things just kept going their way, Daryl was like, it's like the football gods just reach down and touch them and said, here, go to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> it's like so weird.
1: So it's the same teams again this year, right? It is. It is New, New England, England Patriots, Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. Well, very exciting. Yeah. Very... So I think that's an I don't know when that is. I think it's in a few weeks. Who knows? I, but... don't, I don't even know. So you know what's cool is, like I said, at the end of this month, there's another UFC fight. Anderson yeah. Silva versus yeah. Nate Diaz. Diaz. But too bad you're going to Vegas this week. Hey baby let's go to Vegas You could have almost <laughs> been there Kiss the single Laugh goodbye high. You know what I hate that Faith Hill
2: song And every time I think About going to Vegas I sing that song Oh see brain. every
1: time I think of going to Vegas baby, I always think Las of Las Vegas No I always think of the little less conversation A uh, love, love, love Whatever that, that Elvis song is God I hate <laughs> all of them
2: I can't think of one I don't even like Leaving lo- I'm leaving Las Vegas You know that stupid Sheryl
1: Crow song Yeah God, no, I, don't I hate like that, that song. No. Well, yeah. I, is there someone come Vegas up with song? a good Vegas ballad? We need a good Vegas song. I don't know. So anyways, unfortunately, you are going this week instead yeah. of uh, next week. Yes. My daughter
2: is a cheerleader currently in a competition and the national championship is this coming week. We're actually flying out of San Francisco because it's <laughs> ridiculously cheaper. Yeah. We cheaper. didn't even know. Like the. We drug our feet on on buying the airfare, and we knew we were going to pay a little bit more. Well, right after Christmas, Southwest had a sale, and so we went on. and, and Daryl's like, "It's still four hundred per person going out of San Francisco or Sacramento." And he goes, "Well, I'll check San Francisco because we go there all the time." So he checked it. He's like, "Jamie, it is fifty dollars one way. It's Whoa. so cheap." So we booked everything for the price of what one ticket would have cost us. Flying out of San Francisco or Sacramento. Yeah. So Daryl's driving us and dropping us off on Thursday. And then we're there all the way through till Monday morning. It's a long journey. Like, it's a long weekend. I, you know, like I said, the parents that go all out, who wear the, the sparkly clothes and have, you know, borrow their daughter's hair bows and, you know, do all that stuff. I applaud you because... Mothers like me don't do that. Mothers like me are going, where are you going to be? Okay, I'm either going to go work out or there's a pub downstairs. I was just saying you're praying for a Dickens fair somewhere. There, yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's an English pub in this place and that I might, you know, may want to go to that at some point. So, um, but, all kidding aside. She doesn't perform all day, does she? No, no, no. In fact, her performance is Sunday, but we have to be there for the whole, for everybody's performance. Yeah, because it's a team thing. It's like it's all the teams are going. So all the teams are watching everybody's performance. It's a pretty big deal, though. I mean, it's going to be okay. First of all, I don't hate watching the competitions. I love watching them.
1: Yeah, no, that's true.
2: I've been to nationals for high school. And I being a part of it is so exciting. And so, you know, I'm really excited about it. So that part I'm looking forward to. The part I'm not looking forward to is... When there's nothing to do and there's, you know, 60 kids ranging from age 11 to 14 running around being loud and annoying. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, but I, w- I would not be OK with that. I'm never good with it. I just hate it.
1: But, you know, my daughter is so beyond excited. She cannot even stand it. So it'll be fine. Good. Well, then you'll have to let us know how she places yeah. when you come back next week. I and survive. When we record. <laughs> and then maybe I'm we'll hopefully you'll again. have a I'm. Many stories. From, you know, there will be several. I mean, you alone in, in Vegas ser- is going to be.
2: <laughs> well, you know the the whole idea of you know trying to get to the Aria or the Bellagio or you know escaping constantly is always on my mind. Oh, that's right, because you're not staying at one no. of the mainline hotels. No, we or are Street. not. We're staying at a hotel off the strip. It's a hotel that is family friendly. Which, you know, in that aspect, I'm glad I don't want my kid, you know, seeing hookers and, you know, you know, Ivy heaven coming in and and out.
1: And I'm sure there's going to be times where she's going to want to run off with her friends as long as they stay in the hotel, then it should be safe.
2: I'm hopeful that I will feel comfortable letting her run around. But it is Vegas.
1: And you just never know what kind of riffraff you're going to come across. You just never know. Yeah. No, I mean, you said before there's like a bowling Galley and like a mm-hmm. movie theater and stuff like that. So I would probably let them do that and then check in. But they couldn't leave the premises. So. Oh, God, no. The place is huge. I guess you'll just have to see how it goes. We'll see what family
2: friendly Vegas is like. I've never experienced it. Right. <laughs> so Maybe you'll we'll run see. into uh,
1: the sister wives and. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be Maybe. Funny? i don't think i would approach
2: them would you no. would you approach the sister wives and and that that little furry
1: husband of theirs you know I what i know me i would want to take a group photo
2: oh my god you know what you totally would you would do it i'd be like here's me the future <laughs> mrs cody brown oh right <laughs> you'd be like what jamie i always said i
1: wouldn't have a problem with it right <laughs> I'd be like you have to live in and vegas please look at me compared to these ladies these bitches
0: the Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. The Ugly Truth mobile app is just $3.99. That's a one-time fee, not a subscription. To get more info and download the links, visit uglytruth.com slash app. That's U-G-L-E-E truth slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies.
1: Well, I think that brings us to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Brought to you by Amazon. Please visit our ugly truth page. Click on the Amazon links either from the front page or you can go to our ugly mall and then uh, click on it from there as well. Yeah,
2: you guys have to use it. It's really easy and it does give us a little bit of a kickback. So, yes. you know, the show is always free. It will We will never charge for the show. The only thing you pay for is the app, the one-time app fee. So you can hear all the outtakes. If you buy the app. If you buy the app. Plus, obviously, the show. But, I mean, the, the, the extra content. I think we're up to like six or seven hours of extra con- uh, content that you can only get on the app.
1: Yeah. but yes,
2: but use the Amazon link. It, I mean, really, you should. I buy all of my hair products.
1: It's so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And prime, it's free. And I buy all my skincare through Avon. So yes, you do. And it's very inexpensive. And so was that
2: true about the Avon thing that your face is breaking true. out?
1: And my face was totally breaking out. I don't know what it was, but then I started using the little um, clear silk pads that they had and i used it on some of the trouble areas and it's they're they're just dried up and they're kind of just going away
2: sweet you know what maybe i should get some of those just because because um, it wasn't like seven bucks or something and it was four,
1: it was 4.99 or you can get two products of like similar product design or whatever mm. and there's two for seven yeah because
2: you know we used to do proactive and it just got really expensive but if that yeah. stuff works then i'm i'm all in no
1: i like them they're little pads like especially if you know at night if your face feels kind of gross but you've mm-hmm. you know you don't have any makeup on you just want to wipe down you know, i love I doing do that. that that's what i do it's like a little astringent pad nice oh i love those all right so you have an ugly moment for me i do it's it's feeble (laughs) but it is still typical all right so victor is a mechanic and so you know many times when you have a trade that is helpful to friends and family you try and you know help out when you can so my girlfriend she was having some problems with her car and so she, I guess you plug your car into some sort of little meter reader thing and it pops out codes and then the codes kind of like, yes. you know, you look up the codes and it's just like, oh, this is a, you know, water pump thing or whatever. Okay. So she had already looked up the codes and the codes had told her that there might be something wrong with her spark plugs. Oh. So she says, you know, can I come over on Sunday with the kids? You know, the kids can play. Paula and I can, you know, catch up and then maybe Victor could look at the car. And I'm like, yeah, Sure. So her and I were just sitting there gossiping, you know, drinking coffee. The kids were playing <laughs> victors outside, you know, in the freezing cold, working on the car. <laughs> and he comes in and he sets down like this little metal bowl, and inside are the spark plugs, OK, And so he starts explaining something to her, and all I heard was like, blah 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 spark plugs wah, wah, <laughs> and so. Wah, wah, wah knowing us though we can't ever just leave anything alone and so I'm looking at it and I'm like spark plug hmm I think I want to pick it up and just see what's going on so so you picked it up I went to go pick up the spark plug but I'm like wow all well, these things are really heavy because I couldn't like get it out of the bowl mm-hmm. and I'm like why are these things and so when I got it I was holding it and I'm like it's not that heavy I'm like what's the deal and so Victor <laughs> looked at me and he's just like the bowl is magnetic, Paula, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I set it back down, and it's like clink, and I'm oh like, God. oh, like, I'm like, well, well, that's that's a really good idea, actually, for you know that, all your well, little that nuts, is a good idea nuts and that's bolts true. and spark plugs and stuff. That so is so hysterical. they both started laughing at me because you know. I'll leave it to me to think that, you know, a spark plug weighed 20 pounds and it really <laughs> like, was these just... These are so heavy. I, 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 well, I've never touched a spark plug before. And so I was just Well, why like, would you? Why would anyone? Well, I know, right? But I mean, I just... It was sitting there in this little bowl and I'm like, oh, spark plug. And so he was, you know, one was broken, one was not. So I was going to, you know see if I could just you know figure out what the difference was between the two or something like that <laughs> like somehow you were being a helper I no, I don't know I would think in just my own mind I'm just like how hard this can this be I can probably tell the difference between these two spark plugs like which oh. one looks broken which one doesn't and I see but you know <laughs> the fact that I could barely get it out of the magnetic bowl alone and think it was heavy <laughs> yeah, no kidding you were able to pull them out that's I'm good such a dork but anyways and it's just i hate it when someone else has to point it out to me because he he saw me struggling and then when i finally got it out and i was just like and then i was kind of like weighing it and i'm like this thing isn't that heavy (laughs) so like what was the problem so there you have it there you have it well you're
2: just naive that's all it's nothing all right so like i said we went up to camino california where the apple hill orchards are in uh the foothills here in california Mm -hmm. now there is a little thrift store up there. Okay. It is not like your typical Goodwill where you go in and, you know, it, there's a bunch of practically homeless looking people trying to find right. pants or something. It's a little bit
1: different in that it's a... Maybe um, it's like a consignment store, maybe.
2: No, it's or... not. No, it's a thrift store. But it's just oh, okay. because it's up in the middle of nowhere and it's really weirdly placed... In the middle of the Apple Hill area, it benefits a hospice care up there. So people basically, based on what they have, you know, old people die
1: up there and they donate their items to the store oh okay books you know dishes clothes whatever so of course you wanted to go it's a bunch of dead people's things right
2: right Jamie's so gone. no
1: <laughs> so what do you think we're hoping you're gonna see you know like a liver spot or like a fleck of <laughs> skin somewhere no i
2: love to collect antique vintage books and oh okay not just like 1960s like 1800s 19 and I have a particular interest in super old text or school books okay I love the super because back in the day we were so much smarter you know and so I pull these books out and I'm like you couldn't give this to a high school student and they would never know what to do with this stuff. It right. is so advanced and we've just dumbed down so much since then. So I find it really fascinating and and I love the history books too because they're so ridiculously racist and outdated. Oh, so God. they're in, they're interesting. So anyway, I we went there once before Looking and they didn't really have anything. And this was like a year ago. But they did have this little basket of silverware, but they were real silver. Now, real silver is really expensive. Even the old stuff like vintage silverware, you can buy it for like 20 bucks a pound or something. I mean, it's really expensive. Right. So I was like, oh, cool. Silver. So I bought like four or five pieces because I thought they were pretty and I bought some silver polish and I cleaned them up. I'm like, God, these look like really nice silver. And the thing that has always bugged me, and I think I've said this before, when you watch those cooking shows, they use real silver when they taste stuff and it just looks different. It looks really nice. And I know that's a weird thing, but I want that. And so we, I said, honey, let's let's just stop in really quick. Go in. Daryl hates thrift stores. I mean, Uh-oh. hates them <laughs> a lot. Like Walmart hate. And I said, get over yourself. I want to see if there's more silver. Okay. Because they sell them for super cheap. And then I go home and I check out how much they're worth. And I mean, I have some silver that's worth like 20 bucks a piece. And I'm getting them for like a dollar each. So we're going back. So they had some. So I was looking through it. Well, I also found a little cute little textbook that I wanted from like 1904. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want this too. So I have all my stuff. He goes, well, I'll wait in line. You couldn't just wander around. I'm like, okay. The less he has to move in a thrift store, the better. So I gave him my silver that I had, and I gave him my little book. Now, it is really super crowded because it's a holiday, oh, and there's okay. people all over the place. And I I think we have all established that I am math retarded. This <laughs> yes. is not a secret. Okay. <laughs> but I don't go around broadcasting it, but it's true. So anyway, he goes, all right, thanks. So I'm walking away. I'm a good... 30 feet away from him really loud why did you buy a math book (laughs) (laughs) really really loud and he said that to you yes and the dude behind him starts laughing really (laughs) hard and i turn around and i felt like olivia i'm like oh um um well that <laughs> was oh so funny. My God. I felt like such a dork and it What is wrong with
1: him? I think he's getting old. Jamie, I honestly. Do. Take him to the vet. I, I don't know he something. Need, he needs a, a checkup. Name,
2: he needs a checkup. So I was like, what? And so I ignored him and I walked out. And so he came out with all the stuff. I'm like, why did you buy a math book? And he's like, I know. He's like, I'm sorry. And I said, well, how much was everything? He goes, it was only 20 bucks because they were having a sale today. And I said, that's weird because I thought the silver alone I bought would be 20. He goes, well, you bought 11 pieces and, and they were a dollar fifty each. And I said, well, what's that then? And he goes, do you want your math book? Because <laughs> I literally, <laughs> I'm like, guess. I have absolutely no idea how much it is. So yes, confirmation. I'm awkward uh, and 15, really stupid when it comes to math. 15 like 50 I don't know. I have no idea. I I gave up completely. I'm like I don't know.
1: He's pretty like, did you really think up. you
2: could do the algebra in this book? I'm like I don't know. I just like you're like
1: it's going on the bookshelf. Yeah, it's, it's going on the shelf purposes. It's decorative. <laughs> so when you reach yeah. my status, you don't actually have to do the math in it. You just decorate with it. Right. It's just for pretty. It's well, just pretty. That is funny. <sighs> uh, Daryl should almost get his own moment. I kind of yeah. I mean. Well, it wouldn't be called the ugly and awkward moment. So. <laughs> That's true. No, it would be the uh, the recently
2: separated because he couldn't get his shit together moment.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I declare us both winners this week. Absolutely. Whatever that means. It's like, you know, being the no tallest one really midget. Wins, right? No one really wins. Yay, we are the tallest midget this week. woo <laughs> And we're still nobody. <laughs> we're still nobody. <laughs> we're going to wrap up episode 97. Mm-hmm. I keep saying I'm a planner. We've got to start thinking about the future, Jamie. And
2: now, and you know what? And now every time I do the outline for the next show, I'm like, I get anxiety because I know you're going to give me shit about it's the fact closer. that we have nothing to do for 100. It's... I don't know
1: what we're going to do. We At have this to rate, think. you know what we're going to do for 100? Nothing. So Absolutely nothing. I think we uh, better... <laughs> Get a move on and start thinking right. about it. So I'll razz you when you get back from your Vegas All right. vacation. Sounds good. And in the meantime, everybody else have a fabulous week. Stay dry and warm out there. I know it's uh, cold and snowy for a bunch of you. So uh, put on your mittens, grab onto your kittens, and away we go. Dun, Bye. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bye.
0: That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.